Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses seven major risk management categories, including vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the time period of December 3rd through December 9th, 2012. Vulnerability activity for the period increased, returning to previous levels after a multi-week decline through November. The highlights for the period include multiple vulnerabilities in the following. MySQL with functional exploit code available. SSH Technia with functional exploit code available. Zen Hypervisor and Red Hat Virtualization Manager and Certificate System. IBM released security advisories and updated software for WebSphere, Tivoli, Lotus Notes, and Flex System SNMPv3 and LDAP vulnerabilities. HP released security updates for multiple HP LaserJet vulnerabilities, but has yet to respond to vulnerabilities reported in HP StorageWorks and Operations Agent. Google released a second uh, Chrome update that fixes two vulnerabilities. Apache released security updates for two vulnerabilities in Apache Tomcat. ISC Bind released version 9.9.2.1 that fixes a DNS64 IPv6 vulnerability. Red Hat released multiple security updates for previously reported vulnerabilities in the Linux kernel, Puppet Labs Puppet, MySQL, and Ruby on Rails. Tumblr has reportedly repaired thousands of accounts impacted by the viral post. Uh, a Tumblr blog post stated that, quote, no accounts have been compromised and you don't need to take any further actions. Researchers reported the attack involved a malicious JavaScript that attempted to send logged in users to a malicious website where they were infected with a worm. The redirect would cause an automatic post of the attacker's message. A report released on the Eurograbber's Zeus campaign is reported to have impacted 30,000 customer accounts across 30 banks in Europe and estimates that uh, $47 U.S. million were stolen. The attack campaign that continued throughout 2012 was a sophisticated combined attack that utilized the Zeus Trojan in an attempt to capture banking and mobile phone information from infected users. Once the user's system was infected, the attacker sent malicious SMS text messages to the user's mobile device. Once the user's computer and mobile device were compromised, the attackers intercepted the SMS messages from the bank to complete the transactions, which defeated the two-factor authentication methods used by the banks. The researchers worked with law enforcement to uh, shut down the command and control servers across the world and have not identified any additional outbreaks since October of 2012. The su success of the attack suggests that similar campaigns could be initiated. Upcoming activity includes Microsoft's advanced notification for December 2012. Uh, the monthly release will include seven security bulletins addressing 11 individual vulnerabilities. The vulnerabilities impact Microsoft Windows, Server, Internet Explorer, and Office, and will include updates for Internet Explorer 10, Windows 8, and Windows RT. Due to the holidays, Cisco IntelliShield will not publish the Cyber Risk Report or this corresponding podcast on December 24th or the 31st of 2012. IntelliShield published 123 events last week, 58 new events, and 65 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. 
Visit www.cisco.com slash go slash IntelliShield for more information. Moving on to the trust risk management category. Nationwide Insurance recently reported a security breach that resulted in the theft of an estimated 1.1 million records. The breach included the theft of sensitive personal identification information and is under investigation by the U.S. FBI. It was reported that the compromise occurred through a network shared by Nationwide and Allied Insurance. The breach solely involved customers that provided information for insurance quotes. Nationwide has reported the breach to several state agencies and is providing identity protection to those impacted. The breach appears to be another example of a partner or shared network that led to a compromise. The partner most likely had privileged access to some of the nationwide records that provide quote information to customers and could have been uh, the entry vector in the nationwide network. Shared connections provided through agreements across business and government networks are a serious risk that's difficult to control. Uh, While companies can perform due diligence, there remains a certain level of trust between the partners that can't be verified on an ongoing basis. In reference to the report, one positive aspect is the time frame when it was discovered. Uh, The breach appears to have occurred in mid-October, and the confirmation of the compromise records was on November 2nd. Nationwide began to notify customers on November 16th, which is within a few weeks. This is significant because many breaches of this nature are not discovered for months and sometimes years after the initial attack. And next, in the identity risk management category. John McAfee, the founder of the McAfee antivirus family of products, has found himself in a Guatemalan jail awaiting a judge's decision on whether or not he will be extradited to Belize in connection to the murder of a neighbor. The majority of digital cameras record information about the captured photograph, including, but not limited to, time of day, uh, resolution, etc. This information is stored in the form of exchangeable image file format data that provides additional information, including the photographer, camera, and location of the photo. The majority of smartphones record this EXIF data in the photographs. John McAfee's photo was taken using an iPhone. Uh, Given the iPhone is equipped with GPS, uh, the location information was recorded. Once the pictures were sent to the staff at the Vice magazine and subsequently appeared on a blog post, the location where the photograph was taken was available for anyone to review with the proper software. Not limited to image files, uh, metadata, uh, data about data, uh, carries additional information about a file. The Microsoft Office family of products have the ability to imprint their files with the names of the authors and editors. Uh, This information is useful in many ways, but it shouldn't be taken for granted. Uh, Incorrect information is often worse than no information. As Mr. McAfee has discovered, the information contained in a file could be a risk. Enterprise users are advised to review that metadata is stored and used and ensure that proprietary information is not being leaked. And this week, in the human risk management category, a social engineering stunt by two Australian radio personalities has turned into a tragedy. A nurse at the hospital that treated the Duchess of Cambridge uh, was found dead by an apparent suicide. The radio station placed a call to the hospital and pretended to be Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II and Charles, Prince of Wales. Uh, The nurse permitted the call to proceed to the attending nurse, and subsequently, personal information concerning the Duchess of Cambridge was leaked, and a media frenzy ensued. 
this event is an extreme result of an organization impacted by social engineering as a means to breach security. Social engineering in the context of this event is a gap in the human infrastructure surrounding the target. The first layer of defense is to be aware of these types of attacks and learn to identify them. It's unusual that the Queen of England would call a hospital, but the social engineering was successful in convincing the staff. This is an example of the effective use of the perception of authority. Frontline employees are primarily focused on performing their tasks, and their role concerning security should be clearly defined and limited to their job functions. The security teams need to provide additional assistance by monitoring and supporting the frontline employees. Second, create a culture of security and embed it into each job role. Third, conduct meetings with all corporate personnel and discuss security-related topics and issues. Obviously, security should not have permitted this kind of call to be transferred to the attending nurses, but when situations as this arise, organizations with a security-focused culture could have identified the gap and resolved it by stepping in and handling the call. Fourth, be aware concerning the value of the information. How valuable is information about a local pizza delivery? Uh, depending on the context, this can lead to a complex situation where the security team may be required to assist and advise. Fifth, audit your security and refine the processes accordingly. And finally, hospitals have security controls in place that are sufficient for their patients, but under the increased risk and threat surrounding the security of the Duchess of Cambridge, uh, they would be tested. People and organizations with higher risk have additional security. The level of security has to be proportional to the risk and often requires more experienced and specialized security staff. And finally, in the geopolitical risk management category. Last summer, an unhappy senior technical specialist walked out of Switzerland's intelligence agency, the NDB, uh, with a backpack full of portable hard drives containing terabytes of classified data. The hard drives were discovered by Swiss authorities when they raided his apartment. The NDB notified international liaison partners with whom they share classified information, including the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency and Britain's MI6. They believe the intention was to sell or hand over the data to foreign governments, but it's not clear whether he succeeded. According to press reports, NDB officials were first alerted to the problem when Swiss bank UBS reported a suspicious attempt to open a new numbered account, and the new account application was traced back to the senior technical specialist. There are two lessons that information security specialists can learn from this incident. The first lesson pertains to the insider threat. The investigation under uncovered structural and procedural issues within NDB that could have impeded the organization's ability to identify the at-risk employee. Launched in 2010, the NDB is the merger of several other intelligence entities. As a result of the reorganization, the information technology staff were grouped with human resources, uh, making security investigations into technicians potentially awkward and confusing. Moreover, despite the fact that the technician became frustrated over uh, perceived professional issues and eventually stopped coming into work, uh, the problem was not reported. Security specialists should remind managers to be sensitive to employees dealing with career or personal issues and report concerns. Managers should be assured that reports will be conducted in a confidential and uh, non-punitive manner. The second lesson is a reminder that 
Any classified network is only as secure as the classified networks of all the entities with whom the information is shared. As enterprises conduct assessments and gauge the vulnerabilities of their networks, they must consider the vulnerabilities of partner networks. Partner networks are generally out of an enterprise's direct control, hence need to know considerations and compartmentalization are critical. Moreover, database administrators with broad access should submit themselves to regular investigations as a condition of continued employment. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.